this is Christine Fauché-Kelly from Luminance Coaching. And if you'll excuse me, I have a terrible cold. So I might sneeze or cough or who knows what might happen. Anything could happen. Um, and that's what's so exciting at Luminance Coaching. Anything could happen. All right. Um, what we're looking at today is need being a four-letter word. So I'm going to start out by telling you a silly little story. When I was a kid, my dad used to play this game with me where he would hold his right hand up like this, and he would be pretending he was going to tickle me with his hand, and then boom, he'd come in from the side and he'd tickle me. And I was fiendishly ticklish, so it was very mean, but that's okay. Anyway, that became a metaphor for what was going on in my family. You know, it's kind of like that um, Wizard of Oz where he says, uh, pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. That's what we were doing in a, a lot in our family, is we would look at the thing that was in front that was intense, and we would kind of lose sight of the reality that might be ha happening behind that foremost thing. We all do this, don't we? Don't we all do this? I mean, we all have a distraction that's coming up in our lives, and we focus, focus, focus on this thing that is in front of us, and we lose sight of what we actually need. We lose sight of who we are and what we need. And need is such a weird thing, right? What does it mean to need something? I mean, in this society, for whatever reason, need has become a four-letter word, as I said. To need is to be cloying, is to be annoying, is to be a dependent, is to, you know, mean that you're broken, that you have something, you're not complete, right? If you need something, you're not complete. If you're not complete, then you're vulnerable, and ultimately you're going to wind up alone. Right? Well, oh my God, how can you admit to having any needs if that's what it means to need? But we get such mixed messages from society and from our culture. Our culture insists that we have all of these needs. We need all this superficial stuff, right? We need cars and we need booze and we need scantily dressed models and we need, you know, whatever it is that they're selling, right? But if we should actually have a real need, like for human contact and for communication and for a hug and authenticity and connection, then we're being needy and dependent, right? So we can need all this superficial garbage, but we can't actually need what matters because that makes us, you know, needy. So we, we, we adapt a persona that is like a superhuman being, I have no needs. I can work like a maniac for days. I can, you know, stay up and work all night and put in 80 hours a week and blah, 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 blah. I don't need anything. And do you guys recognize that in yourselves, right? You know, when you're in that space, you don't give yourself access to good nutrition or to exercise or to your family or to the people you love, and you're just boom, 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 going, going, going. Well, what happens when we deny our needs like that? We get sick. Right? And sometimes we get sick and we die. It's bad news. We need to be taking care of ourselves and taking care of our needs. So how do we get our needs met? How do we get our needs met when we don't know what we need? Right? We don't know what we need because being needy is a four-letter word, so we've divorced ourselves from any awareness. And I mean this, by, by the way, by just about everybody. Right? And when so many of us, we don't know what we need. We know what we might want. What do we actually need? So how do you figure out what it is that you need when you don't have a clue? Well, one of the things that is really helpful is looking at your moon sign. 
Your moon sign points to your emotional needs. And that's really what we're talking about here. We're not talking about, you know, everybody's need for shelter. I mean, everybody pretty much needs to be warm and dry in the winter. We're talking about emotional needs. And when we look at emotional needs, we want to look at the moon and see what moon see sign. what your moon sign is. In order to do that, um, you can go on the website and you can look at uh, the Ascendant um, Moon Sign Finder, if you don't know what your moon sign is. We're going to take a little example of mine, because I happen to know that one really well. Uh, <laughs> so, moon in Aries. Now, as a moon in Aries, if you look at the chart, what it describes is the moon in Aries needs to feel significant and important, and to be number one. Now, when I read that as a coach, I'm like, oh, jeez. First of all, how needy can you get, right? I mean, to be number one all the time. Ah! But here's the, here's the trick, or here's the deal. If you're not acknowledging that you have a need, if you're in denial of a need, then you're going to unconsciously act it out because it's still part of who you are, right? So if you're denying, in my case, if I'm denying my need to be number one, then I could go out and start getting very competitive with people unconsciously, not realizing what I'm doing. And I might start meeting all of these competitive people, all these people competing in my life. And gee, gee, why are all these people being so competitive with me? Not realizing that I'm actually the one that's bringing the competition because I'm not in acknowledgement for my own need to be number one. Okay? Now, of course it's not reasonable for me to go out there and expect that I'm going to be number one in everybody's eyes. That's, you know, craziness. But it does mean that I have to realize that it's important for me to feel important. There's that word twice in one sentence. So how do I deal with that in a positive way and not go into that whole unconscious thing? There's always two ways to get our needs met, right? There's consciously, intentionally knowing what they are and going after them in a way that is healthy and supportive for you and the people you love, or there's the negative way, unconscious, challenging, difficult, bringing up all sorts of challenges with others, we want to go for the first one, right? <laughs> we want to go with the conscious. The important thing to understand is that if you're unconscious about what you need, you're going to act it out because you're seeking it from the outside world. But if you're conscious and deliberate about what you need, then you can start seeking that fulfillment within yourself. For me, as an Aries moon, I need to realize that I need to be number one in my own heart. I need to take care of myself. Hello, I got sick, right? So what's going on there? I need to take care of myself. Take care, make sure I'm getting my needs met, making sure I'm eating right, making sure I'm being good to myself and acknowledging my needs. If I'm not doing that, then I'm going to seek for people on the outside to make me feel important. If I'm not making myself important, then I'm going to look for it from someone else. So the thing to look at when you look at these, um, when you look at the chart for your lunar needs, is to do a similar kind of uh, exploration with your own moon sign. And that is, how does this need get fulfilled when you're unconscious and seeking it from other people, versus how you can fulfill that need first by yourself, for yourself, and then manifesting in a way in the world that's much healthier and is going to feel more uh, life-affirming for you. So it's kind of like that uh, airplane metaphor, right? You've got to put your own mask on first. 
if the plane is going down, you've got to put your own mask on first because otherwise you're not going to be good to anybody else. Two people without masks on does not make for a happy situation, right? Somebody's got to have their mask on so they can help. No brainer. All right. So if you'll excuse me, I'm going to look at the lunar needs for everybody else. And um, what I want you guys to do with this is I want you to consider making daily practices that actively place you in a, in a position where you are getting these needs met by yourself first, that you are seeking to find ways of meeting these needs in your own heart. Okay, so for Taurus, how are you preserving your security? How are you preserving your own security? Not seeking it from the outside world. How are you doing it? Okay, Gemini Moon, how are you being informed in your life? Recognizing and utilizing your intelligence. Okay, so that means utilizing what you have for your own behalf. And not just always helping others, but you know, utilizing that tremendous ability for yourself. Cancer Moon, where do you provide your own emotional security? Now, that's a big one, right? If you're always looking for emotional security from the outside world, that's kind of gitsy-gitsy, right? You never know what's going to happen there. But if you're giving it to yourself, you know you can rely on that. Leo Moon, where are you respecting and honoring yourself? Again, looking at it from the outside, not so solid. Giving yourself respect, honoring who you are. That's going to get go much further for you. Virgo Moon, how do you give yourself the gift of your ability to be effective and insightful? How do you give that to yourself? How do you support your own life with that? Not just giving it to others, but giving it to yourself first. Libra Moon, how are you appreciating and speaking up for yourself? You know, you Libra Moons are always work on behalf of others. It's a beautiful thing. But you can get depleted if you're not taking care of what you need for yourself. How are you honoring yourself? Scorpio Moon, where can you take up the reins in your life and begin to trust yourself? So Scorpio Moon, if you're not being, if you're not applying this to yourself first, it's going to come out as trying to control others or maybe trying to seek your own uh, respect from other people when you've got to have it for yourself first. Sagittarius Moon, how are you disrespecting your own ideas? And when you stop, okay, you've got great ideas. And if you're just going to keep putting them out there and hoping that other people are going to, you know, acknowledge them, that's great when they do, but you've got to do it first, right? Capricorn Moon, how do you acknowledge and administrate your own progress in life? You guys are great administrators, and you're looking for kudos for that, and if you're looking for kudos for good reason, you're good at it. But do it for yourself first. Then it won't be so annoying when other people don't, you know, get it. Right? Aquarius Moon, when will you begin to acknowledge the wonder of your own uniqueness? You guys are pretty cool, right? I mean, not to say the rest of you guys aren't cool, but you Aquarian Moons have got some really interesting things going on. So acknowledge that. Acknowledge your own uniqueness. Revel in it. Enjoy it. Pisces Moon. Is it time to create a practice that puts you in conscious relationship with the infinite and the intangible? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's time to make a conscious relationship with that and not keep seeking from it 
or seeking for it in the outside world, but knowing that you can create a, create a conscious connection with the infinite. So, here's the ultimate message. We can never heal society if we can't allow that we own, we each have our own needs. If we go around wanting to save the world and yet we don't take care of ourselves, there's only so much energy we can give to the world. And if we're not taking care of our own individual needs, then it's harder to take seriously the needs of someone else, right? Because if you're not getting your needs met, why should they get their needs met? Well, you know what? Get your needs met. Do it. <laughs> okay? So there's the, uh, I'm off my high horse for a moment. Always infinite possibilities. Always your choice. For more information about Luminance Coaching or to schedule a complimentary 30-minute phone session, check out the website, luminancecoaching.com or call 646-770-1747.